Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of The Informed Catholic. This is going to be episode 129, episode 129 of The Informed Catholic. My name is Ned Jabbar, and this is The Informed Catholic. And today we're going to do the readings for Pentecost, Pentecost Sunday, the coming of the Holy Spirit, the birthday of the church. So if you like what I do and you think I'm doing a good job, please subscribe and share to the podcast it would be a great help. So please join me now for the opening prayer for the act of contrition in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. I confessed to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words and what I have done and what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault, therefore I ask, Blessed Mary ever Virgin, and all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to please pray with me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us, all our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kiri elision, Kiri elision, Kiri elision, Christe elision, Christe elision, Christe elision, Kiri elision, Kiri elision, Kiri elision. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Okay, and now we go to the Gloria. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and the glory of God the Father. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And now we uh, we make our, our personal requests to the saints. Uh, Holy Mary, Mother of God, Queen of the Rosary, Mother of all Christians, Pray for us. St. Joseph, guardian of the Holy Church, guardian of Christ and Mary, guardian and protect of all Christians, terror of demons, pray for us. St. Peter, St. Paul, St. John the Evangelist, St. Andrew, and St. Mary Magdalene and St. John the Baptist, pray for us. St. Michael the Archangel, St. Gabriel, St. Raphael, please pray for us and defend us from all evil. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. Okay, so now we are in Pentecost Sunday. All right, so this means, um, well... It pretty much means that's it. It's uh, 
pretty much the end of Easter, but it's never really the end of Easter. Just the liturgical season has ended. The purpose of the liturgical season is to live, open our lives and live in, in God's time. It's taking our everyday world instead of just making it common, you know, living without God in our lives, uh, our world and our life becomes common. And, you know, we pretty much, we take, we take a lot of things for granted, you know, and instead, you know, you get up in the morning, you say a prayer, you are offering your entire life. The moment, the moment you get up, you're, you're, you're opening your heart, your mind, your soul, your being to God. And you do this through a morning prayer, a morning offering, and you do it either praying the rosary. Um, and then you also, you do it through reading of the daily scriptures. You could read the daily readings for, for daily mass. The purpose of it is you're consecrating, you're taking your life and you're saying it's not common. It's not, you know, it, it, you're saying my life belongs to God. My everyday actions, my mind, my heart, my very being uh, belongs to God. You're consecrating it. You're, you're giving it to God and you're saying your life means something, you know. Uh, some people may even say the liturgy of the average, the, the divine office. Um, you know, um, there's so many different ways, but we're pretty much opening our mind and our hearts to God, inviting him in our life and giving him our life. And we're asking him to make it holy, to sanctify it, to consecrate it, to make it something more. And, and, and you know, you're surrendering yourself. That's, you know, that's what the liturgical season means. You know, <clears throat> you know, when you, you go to, some people go to daily mass if they can. Some people may even read the Bible daily. Some people, like I said, will even, um, read the daily readings. You are, you're, you're, you're opening yourself. You're searching the scriptures. You are. You know, you're, you're pretty much saying to God, speak to me, talk to me, tell me what you're saying to me today. Tell me, you know, and what do you want me to do? You know, you're surrendering your will. That's why the liturgical season is important. In our Lord's day, in the days even before the prophets, but even in Jesus day, the daily synagogue, <clears throat> the daily scriptures, is is pretty much consecrating your daily life. You, you, your the scriptures and God, you, God is speaking to you, and you are surrendering yourself to His will. That's why. All right, so let's begin with the first reading. The first reading is from the Book of Acts, chapter two, verse one to eleven. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak. When the time of Pentecost was fulfilled, they were all in one place together. 
and suddenly there came from the sky a noise like a strong driving wind, and it filled the entire house in which they were in. Then there appeared to them tongues of fire, which parted and came to rest on each one of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different tongues as the Spirit enabled them to proclaim. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven, staying in Jerusalem. At this sound they gathered in a large crowd, but they were confused because each one heard them speaking in his own language. They were astounded and in amazement. They asked, Are not all these people who are speaking Galileans? Then how does each of us hear them in his native language? We are Parthians, Medes, and Elamites, inhabitants of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontius and Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, Egypt, and the districts of Libya near Cyrene, as well as travelers from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs, yet we hear them speaking in our own tongue of the mighty acts of God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay, the response to the psalm is Psalm 104. And the response is, Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, you are great indeed. How mindful are your works, O Lord. The earth is, is full of your creatures. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Hallelujah. If you take away their breath, they perish and return to their dust. When you send forth your spirit, they are created and you renew the face of the earth. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Hallelujah. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord be glad in his works. Pleasing to him be my theme. I will be glad in the Lord. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Alleluia. Okay. Second reading is from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, going from verse 3 um, down to 13. No one can say, Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different forms of service, but the same Lord. There are different workings, but the same God who, pro who produces all of them in everyone. To each individual, the manifestation of the Spirit is given, given, uh, is given for some benefit. As a body is one, though it has many parts, and all the parts of the body though many are one body, so also Christ. For in one spirit we are all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, slaves or free persons. We were all given to the drink, to the drink of the one spirit. The word of the Lord, thanks be to God. And we have an alternate uh, second reading, Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 to 25. Live by the Spirit, and you will certainly not gratify the desire of the flesh. For the flesh has desires against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. 
these are opposed to each other so that you may not do what you want. But if you are guided by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now, the works of the flesh are obvious, immorality, impurity, lust, idolatry, sorcery, hatreds, rivalry, jealousy, outbursts of, the f of fury, acts of selfishness, dissensions, factions, occasions of envy, drinking, about orgies, and, and the like. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. In, in contrast, the spirit of... The, the, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against, against such there is no law. No one who belongs to Christ Jesus have, uh, have crucified their flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us all follow the Spirit. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay. Vini Sancti Spiritus. This is a, uh, a poem uh, and kind of like an ode to the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, come, and from your celestial home shed a ray of light divine. Come, Father of the poor. Come, source of all your store. Come within our bosom shine. You of comforts the best. You the soul's most welcome guest. See sweet refreshment here below. In your labor rest more sweet. Grateful coolness in the heat. Solace in the midst of woe. O most blessed light divine. Shine within these hearts of yours and our inmost being fill. Where you are not, we have not. Nothing good in deed or thought, nothing free from taint of ill. Heal our wounds, our strength renew. On our dryness pour your dew. Wash the stains of guilt away. Bend the stubborn heart and will. Melt the frozen, warm the chill. Guide the, the steps that go astray. On the faithful who adore and confess you evermore. In your sevenfold gifts descent, give them virtue's sure reward, give them your salvation, Lord, give them joys that never end. Amen. Alleluia, alleluia. Okay. And Alleluia, Alleluia, come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle in them the fire of your love. Alleluia, Alleluia. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John, chapter 20, verse 19 to 23. As the Father sent me, so I send you. Receive the Holy Spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. On the evening of the first day of the week, where the doors were locked, where the disciples were, for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he has said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he has said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. 
whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. The Gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Glory to you, Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Well, it's Pentecost Sunday, the Feast of Pentecost, the coming of the Holy Spirit, the birthday of the Church. Traditionally in the uh, Jewish calendar, this comes right after, um, obviously, uh, Passover, uh, after seven weeks of Passover. And then what happens is the 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 uh, the people celebrate what's called the harvest, which is the first fruits, I guess, after spring, because Passover usually comes right after, uh, right during the time of springtime, right? And so the um, the Jewish people bring their harvest to um, to the um, the temple. In this case. Um, our celebration of Pentecost is the coming of the Holy Spirit. And the beauty, the beautiful thing about that is that this is the harvest of salvation in Christ. Uh, those who have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, by the blood of Jesus Christ, the blood of the Messiah, right? The anointed one of God. And those who have received him as their, as their uh, savior. And then we have received the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, which is the promised of the Father, who, who will guide us, strengthen us, and remind us of everything that Jesus Christ has said. The, the beauty of our, of, of our faith is the fulfillment of all the prophets, the fulfillment of the law, the fulfillment of the covenant that God has made with all the prophets, with all the patriarchs from, uh, you could say from Adam, Adam and Eve, to Noah, to Abraham, to Isaac and Jacob, to, um, Moses to uh, to David to all the prophets up to right to the day of Holy Week God has fulfilled his covenant the promise he made what did our Lord say on the cross it is accomplished it is consummated he breathed his last and he surrendered to the Father. He paid the price. The veil of the temple was torn in two. And the dead were raised. And they and it, it was fulfilled. Everything, everything was fulfilled. That is the beauty of it. He is the Son of Man. Who God the Father gave all authority and power both in heaven and on earth. Everything has been fulfilled. So we live our lives liturgically. We live our lives liturgically, meaning we live our lives only for God. 
we live our lives. We, 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 we live our lives in the Holy Spirit. We live our lives in scripture. We live our lives in prayer. That's the way we're supposed to live our lives. Of course, a lot of us don't. A lot of us Catholics fail to live our lives. The, the, those who are, are in holy orders, they do that. The nuns pray the, um, they pray the, the, the divine office, the, the religious, all the religious pray the divine office. They, they live that way, you know, and we can do, we can live our, our lives like that as well. We're supposed to get up in the morning, say morning prayer. We're supposed to say evening prayer. We're supposed to pray the rosary every day. Some of us can say the divine office. Some of us can read scripture. We're supposed to live our lives like that. That's the way we're supposed to live our lives. We're supposed to live our lives holy. You know, that's the way it's supposed to, you know, it's supposed to be for us. You know, we, we, we are, we are supposed to be a holy people set apart from the rest of the world. Not walking around, of course, with, with arrogance, with uh, self-righteousness. We're not supposed to be that way. Humble, yes, humble, humble in the Lord, thankful, grateful. You know, we're supposed to go out and, you know, when a priest says, you know, you, you know, we go out into the world, we go out into the world to serve Christ. We go out into the world to tell the world the good news of salvation. We have to show it in our lives. You know, people ask us why, you know, why we're happy. It's a good opportunity, you know, it's a good opportunity to live our lives in the Lord, to live our lives this way. It's, it's a good way, you know, we live now in a very hostile time. The hostility is not just outside the church. The hostility is inside the church. Now the hostility is inside the church from our fellow Catholics, from our fellow brothers and sisters, from our clergy, those who, who have given up, given up believing, believing that, you know, um, that's possible to be holy, who've given up the believing in the reality, who think that the church has to change to match to match the world, the church has to be catch up with the times change, you know, change your attitude. The church has to evolve. Church doesn't have to evolve. The church is holy. The church is perfect because Christ is perfect. God is perfect. That's the way you're supposed to think. That's the way you, that's how you're supposed to see it. We are in the world. We are not of the world. We are taken from the world, but we're not, you know, in a sense that we are, because we're born, but we are made holy and we're supposed to go out there and bear witness to the truth, even if it means it, 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 it cost us our lives, cost us our jobs, that we're maybe going to be embarrassed and humiliated, but we're not embarrassed because we're not ashamed. We're not ashamed of the gospel. We're not ashamed of of Jesus we're not ashamed of the name of Jesus and we're not ashamed of what we believe is the truth 
It is the truth. It is the absolute truth. Christ himself came and he bore witness with his life. He died on the cross for the truth, for the, for the absolute, because he is the truth. So don't believe these people. Don't listen to them. Sooner or later, the eclipse will pass. The eclipse will pass. And these people will be, they're already exposed for what they are. They've already been judged and they have been weighed and they have been condemned. All right? These false shepherds, these false shepherds who have made their church their little home, who made the church their hiding place, their, their prophet. They have done everything, everything. They have, they have undermined everything. They have, they have also recklessly scandalized the faith. They destroyed innocent lives. They destroy the lives of little children. They destroy the lives of seminarians. Um, cost the lives of seminarians. They they will pay their price. Trust me. The day, the day is coming for them. Okay, these cardinals like McCarrick. They're they're not going to win. They're not going to win. They're going to lose. They're, they've already lost. All right. These hirelings. They're going to leave. Okay. Let's say a, um, a closing prayer. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the, uh, to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. St. Michael, Archangel of God, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wild, wicked attack of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And now, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the divine power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless, and I'll be back soon with another podcast. Amen.